Wildfires threaten villages and holiday resorts in Greece. Things started to get quite critical on Friday afternoon and Saturday was when the fires themselves started threatening a lot of the resorts in the holiday areas in the south and southeastern parts of the island. As emergency workers tackled the flames caused by the heat wave, thousands of people had to be evacuated from the island of Rhodes. And International SOS was there to help some of those caught up in the situation. We were able to obtain several speedboats to conduct maritime evacuations and to provide cars to go and pick people up that had been evacuated from towns in the south. Hello and welcome to this Global Situation podcast from International SOS, the leading medical and security risk services company. I'm Chris Giles. Well, this is the podcast where we provide you with timely analysis and tactical insight for your organisation. And in this episode, we'll find out how International SOS was able to monitor the situation as the wildfires spread and work closely with our security providers in Greece to help clients get to safety. Our security manager for assistance, Taylor Alhaj, has been telling me how International SOS was able to keep up to date with all the latest developments. We monitor the situation through a number of means, primarily, of course, through our intelligence and analysis team who use open source data scraping tools to monitor unfolding global events in real time. And this is often supplemented by our human intelligence networks that we put considerable effort into building and maintaining. We, of course, also lean on our client base and use our own credentialed security partner network in-country to get updates from the ground. So the island of Rhodes had two wildfires burning throughout last week. Things started to get quite critical on Friday afternoon, and Saturday was when the fires themselves started threatening a lot of the resorts in the holiday areas in the south and southeastern parts of the island. So Taylor, was this an unusual situation for International SOS to become involved in? This was an interesting situation. Primarily, we help businesses operate in a number of environments, but the clients that were all stuck in roads over the weekend were there on ledger travel. So we had clients that were there often in big groups, with their families, with children. Additionally, it was a situation that was primarily being handled by the Greek authorities. So it was a crisis that was owned by the emergency services and was being responded to by the emergency services. We don't want to cross wires with them and we never ever want to circumvent their advice and the way that they're managing the safety of the people, in this case in Rhodes. So we had a very unique situation that involved trying to assist and internally relocate people who were there with their extended families on leisure travel when they were already being directed by the emergency services. Tell me more about how we were able to help our clients in what was a very fast-moving situation. We're very used to dealing with fast unfolding crises, and it's something that we're particularly adept at. However, in this instance, we had clients that were being moved every 10, 15, 20 minutes by the emergency services. Uh, The locations that we were working with were rapidly changing as these fires encroached further and further upon the holiday places that they were staying in. And so it involved constantly changing our plans and constantly having to go back to our security partners who we'd enlisted to help move a lot of these people and ultimately ended up with us using speedboats to conduct maritime movements up the eastern shores of the island and deploying cars to go and pick people up that had been evacuated from towns in the south via the western side of the island, which was still untouched by the flames. Ultimately, we also tapped into our intelligence networks on the ground 
who themselves had a lot of direct contact with the Coast Guard, with the emergency services, with the police. And we were able to obtain information that wasn't available online. For example, exact routes that the police had closed and the fact that the police had commandeered a lot of buses and large transport vehicles in the area to help move people. Given the circumstances, how difficult was it to put all of those arrangements in place? It's certainly challenging, but ultimately I think our operational planning has been so sound that when a crisis like this did spring itself upon us, we were in a very, very good position to be able to respond to it well. We conducted a country assessment trip last year to refresh our network of credentialed security partners in Greece. And we deployed a member of our team to go and do that. And because of that trip, we consequently had a very, very close and very good relationship with them. So we were able to leverage them in a way that we might not have been had we not had such recent contact, which resulted in them being able to source several speedboats to conduct maritime evacuations northwards on the eastern coast of the island, to provide cars to meet our clients that had been evacuated from the southern part of the island upon arrival to Rhodes Airport, and even to source us a villa, which accommodated tens of clients of ours, given that there was an enormous amount of pressure on the accommodation options in Rhodes in nearby Yalisos, so much so that the authorities had used gymnasiums, schools and sports stadiums to, to house people. So with regards to wildfires, which are usually very unpredictable, is there anything that clients can do to prepare? Wildfires, like most other climate and weather-related crises, are very, very quick to come on usually. And the best way to prepare for them or to respond to them is threefold. Number one, maintaining as flexible itineraries as possible and really ensuring that you remain apprised of any ongoing developments with weather conditions or anything related to the sorts of conditions that cause these crises. Uh, this involves monitoring local media, local weather developments, and generally making sure that you're completely in tune with what's happening in the destination that you're going to be going to. Number two is maintaining good comms at all times, both with your family at home, or if you are going on work with your manager or the person that's managing your travel. We had a number of people in roads on the weekend whose phones were dying. And when the power grid was compromised in areas in the south because of the fires, they were trying to conserve their phone batteries whilst also keeping in contact with their travel managers and with us. This was a significant challenge that involved us having to seek out alternative means of communication with them. And lastly, I would say making sure that you follow the guidance of the emergency services and the local authorities. As with roads, a crisis that was very much managed by the Greek authorities, it's extremely important to follow not only the security advice, but also the health advice, as so many of these types of crises often have a health perspective to them. Okay, Taylor, thanks very much. Thank you, Chris. Well, that's all for now. But just a reminder that you'll be able to access all the latest information and updates on wildfires across Europe from our website, internationalsos.com. And from there, you can find out about our global network of assistance centres, which are available to clients 24-7. But until next time, thank you very much for listening and goodbye. <laughs>